Welcome to All The Things Podcast. I'm Regina Lawrence, your host. I'm a lawyer turned soulful business strategist and transformational mindset coach. I'm also the founder of the community, All The Things Business. I've created a community of women who can truly be all the things, successful, spiritual, sexual, and wildly unique, all while creating a life of purpose and passion according to our own rules. We don't have to look or be a person that societal norms dictate anymore. We don't have to play by somebody else's rules. We can be whoever we want to be, and that person can be all the things in one. Each week, I'll bring you episodes where we dive deep into business, entrepreneurship, and a whole host of topics to help us dive into who we truly are so that we can really be all the things. Welcome to my podcast. Hey guys, I know that starting a business can be really complicated, confusing, scary, and there's so many moments when you're starting your business or when you're pivoting your business, you feel really, really confused and like you have no one to talk to. I totally understand that because when I started my coaching business, I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. I felt like I tried a million things and I would hit dead ends and I would just try and try and try and try. Luckily, I was able to figure it out, but I had to take the long way. And that is exactly why I am the business coach that I am, because I've tried and I've tried and I've tried all of the things, and I know what works in creating, scaling, and pivoting your online and coaching business. If you are needing a friend, if you are needing a coach and somebody to hold your hand through this crazy process of growing your business online, schedule a free 30-minute virtual coffee chat with me. Go to my website, reginalawrence.com, and click Schedule a Virtual Coffee Chat, and we can hop on and talk about one particular issue in your business that you are struggling with right now, and by the end of that 30 minutes, I promise you that you will have a solution. Once again, it's www.reginalawrence.com, and click Schedule a Virtual Coffee Chat. I cannot wait to talk to you and help you unravel anything you are struggling with in your business right now. Enjoy this episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of All The Things Podcast. I am your host, Regina Lawrence, and today we have one of my absolute best friends on the entire planet, the angel, the gorgeous, the soulful connector, PR queen, Nicole Maiden, or as I love to call her, Magic Maiden. And since my podcast is not G-rated, I actually call her Magic Fucking Maiden. Nicole is, or actually was, one of my very first friends in Scottsdale, Arizona, We literally met at a women's entrepreneurial networking event called The Foundress. We locked eyes and like literally it was like love at first sight. Like hearts came out of our eyes and we just fell in love instantly. I'm not exaggerating. We talk about it on the podcast. Like that's how we became best friends. And Nicole is, aside from being like Literally, I'm not saying this lightly. She's one of the most incredible human beings I've ever met in my whole life. She is a soul sister, but she is an epic fucking genius when it comes to public relations. She has been in this business for over 20 years. She has worked in Los Angeles. She had her own company there. She started her own company in Scottsdale called the P-Air Concierge, and She has so much heart and soul behind what she does. She used to work with big brands, big celebrities, 
And now she's working more with the purpose-driven entrepreneurs, empowering us that we are worthy of press. So I'm so excited for you guys to get a chance to connect with Magic Maiden. Something we talk about on this podcast that I want to highlight is Nicole is hosting a virtual event October 17th and 18th, and it's all about pitching through a pandemic. Guys, when you see the panel of people that she has involved in this event, it will literally blow your socks off. I... Full disclosure, I am a panelist and I'm not referring to myself. Um, She just has people who have been in press, who have been in entertainment, who have been in mindset and coaching and all of the things in entrepreneurship. So be sure to check it out. Get a ticket. It's virtual no matter where you are in the world. I know we have listeners from all over the world. Get your ticket. You absolutely deserve to be at this event. Check her out at theprconcierge.com. And I hope you guys love this episode. Okay, guys. To say that I'm excited about today's podcast episode is an understatement because we have on All the Things podcast with Regina Lawrence, my dear friend, PR maven, Nicole Magic Maiden. So if you know me well or in person, you know that I live in Phoenix, Arizona. And when I moved to Phoenix, I knew no one. And through happenstance, serendipity, God's will, the angels, Magic Maiden and I ended up in a room together and we locked eyes and it was love at first sight. She literally looked at me and she said, oh my God, you are so cute. We're gonna be friends. (laughs) Nicole is by profession, a PR maven. She has been in the PR industry for over 20 years. She has worked with some of the biggest names, biggest publications, but that's just her work history. Nicole is truly the most soulful connecting human being I've ever met. She is like a soul sister from another life to me. And I'm so thankful to bring her to you guys, to all the things, because Magic Maiden truly embodies all the things. Welcome, Nicole. All the things. OMG. (laughs) Oh my gosh. First of all, I'm so proud of you. I love that you're doing your show. And I feel like we talked about this when we first met. So good on you for keeping yourself accountable. And thank you for having me. It's like the best hangout afternoon ever. (laughs) Gosh, I just said to Nicole, like, you're the best part of my day. The best part. This is so, uh, I wish we could do this every day. But to your, to your beautiful introduction, I remember when I met you, I was like, this girl has something in her. Like she is just sparkling energy, all the things. And I, you're just such an amazing friend and I love you. Thank you. I love you too. So Magic Maiden. Yes. Who started to make a name? Regina Lawrence Esquire. Esquire. <laughs> Fourth of all, Regina. Fourth of um, all. <laughs> so you have built your business as an entrepreneur around PR and it started in LA and then you ended up in Scottsdale, Arizona. How did you end up getting into the world of PR? Oh, such a crazy long, I would have such a long answer for you, but I will give you the the quick and dirty because I know how podcasting goes and we want to keep everyone in tune. But um, I 
grew up in Los Angeles and I think like everybody there thought I would always just work in the entertainment industry. You know, we were so surrounded by it. It's all I knew. And so I had this dream. I was going to go to college and um, become a journalist and maybe end up on the red carpet, like interviewing celebrities and, and working in media. Right. So I never knew what PR was growing up. I didn't know I'm 41 right now. So my generation, like when I was in school, no one was studying to be a publicist. You know, I, I, like I said, I didn't even really know what it was. So I went out from Los Angeles to the University of Arizona for college. So my first dipping the toe into Arizona life, um, <laughs> fell in love with it. And I was studying journalism. And one day in the most crazy, you know, twist of divine, I don't know, intervention. I happened to be doing a crossword puzzle in my uh, college school paper, waiting to go into my class. And there was a little ad for an internship that Kodak Film was putting on for film students to go to the Cannes Film Festival. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not a film student, like, but I have to go to this. Like, how can I get myself there? So in true Nicole Magic Maiden, you know, ways, just very similar to, I think, Regina Lawrence ways. Um, mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, I'm going to go for it because what do I have to lose? And so I essentially wrote an essay to this board, you know, saying I'm not a film student, but here's what I'm about and here's who I am. And I love this opportunity. And I tossed it up to the universe and I went about my life and I forgot about it. And I think like two months later, got a letter saying I had been accepted and I had been accepted with the notion that they were going to give me, since I wasn't a film student, an internship to shadow a film publicist while I was there on the trip with the other students, because all the other students were film students. So they kind of created this scenario for me, which is beautiful in itself. And so I went there, I had the best trip of my life. It was the most amazing experience. And I shadowed a film publicist for three weeks and I learned everything that I would need to know that my soul was like, yes, 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 this is the perfect job for you. And then I came back, graduated college, and then I started working in PR in LA. And I've been doing the same thing for 21 years. Which <laughs> <laughs> is crazy. I know. Well, you're the expert. So you've got 21 years under your belt, baby. Can you just tell the listeners some of the people you met at the film festival? Oh my gosh. Well, you have to remember, I haven't even graduated college at this point. So to say I was starstruck, you know, I mean, NSYNC was there who at the time was the biggest thing in the world. So I had the opportunity to interview Justin Timberlake and, um, you know, the whole crew. So, you know, the little girl in me was like, yes, yes, yes. All the feels. Um, gosh, let's see who else. Um, Callista Flockhart was there doing a movie at the time. Um, oh my gosh. Um, I, I mean, it, it was like movie star central, like real movie stars. Like, I, I mean, just, I, I can't even think of all of them off the top of my head, but it was so just out of body experience. You know, it's like, how do you envision, oh my gosh, if I ever go to the Oscars one day, or if I ever go to the Grammys, how would I feel? And I, it was just all those feels. It was like a crazy wild dream that went on for three weeks. <laughs> being in PR for as long as you have been, um, what are the biggest, because obviously you're not the same now that you were when you started. So what are the biggest changes that you have undergone in your career in PR? Such a good question. I've been doing a lot of reflection over this year, as I think so many of us have. And I think back to, you know, 
the girl I was, the career woman I was, and all these different phases of my life. And, you know, when I graduated college, so we're going back 21 years, my, my crew, my generation, when we graduated, especially in Los Angeles, I felt this crazy pressure that we all had to climb this corporate ladder and we had to achieve these titles. And, you know, this was kind of the societal definition of success. And so I think I came out just trying to, you know, do my job and succeed, quote unquote, right? And just keep raising that title, raise the, you know, salary, all these things. The work was just happening. I loved it. It was fun. I was getting to do all the things, but my mindset at the time was in a different place now in terms of why I was doing it or why I was succeeding, right? Now everything feels very purposeful. I, I understand the shifts of why I'm working with smaller business owners now and finding joy in that versus the bigger brands. And not that there's anything wrong with big brands, but for me, I, I love right now more than anything that I get to help small business owners really get their time in the spotlight. Um, because as you know, I feel that everyone's worthy of these opportunities, right? And so I, I think I got so much experience with the Hollywood entertainment, big budget stuff and, and huge consumer brands over the years, which was great. Um, but I, I let it define me. And I think that if, you know, when I think about the, the younger version of Nicole and it's not my fault, it's not my fault. It's not her fault. The, the thing is, I <laughs> you're, you're not as evolved, right? I wasn't as self-aware. I hadn't gone through enough life to kind of rattle me to go on the spiritual journey that, you know, I've been on. So I think that the biggest difference is that I was operating from a different, a different um, want or desire or outcome, right? It's like everything then was about having to prove or do, and um, it didn't feel as intentional, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. earlier in your career, when you're working with bigger brands and, and bigger celebrities and stuff, you said you made a shift, but like when you were in that space, that kind of defined you. And I think for a lot of people listening, I know myself as an attorney, it was the same way. The big, like high paying, um, you know, what's the word? Like coveted job, quote unquote, that people want, we let it define us. And yeah. so what was, and I know a lot went into this journey for you, but what was the journey to kind of shift your mindset to be like, no, I'm not defined by these brands or these celebrities or these external things? Yeah. Oh, it's like, I know it's so much to think back on, but it, you know, for me, the defining moment of really stepping back and evaluating my life, my career, my purpose, my soul, all of it was at, um, around 35 when I was in a marriage that lasted for six months and then chose to walk away. I think when you go through something like that and you've built this huge career and you've built this name for yourself and you've got this reputation in your industry, and then you go through a divorce, which you, I chose to step away from. So I created the moment, right? Mm -hmm. And then I was left sitting with all these things thinking, oh my gosh, like, who am I in this world, right? Like, am I just this person that people know who does press, right? Like, why, why are they losing sight of my soul or who I am? And so it forced me to just step back and think, okay, I've always led with my work or I had for a long time, right? And I'm very vulnerable and I always let people in. So for me, it was interesting to see like, where can I find this balance of being that woman that loves her job, loves helping people, is filled up by what I do, but it doesn't need to be the first thing anymore. 
-hmm. it was always, I'm Nicole Maiden, the PR girl, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I think that as my personal life is going to change and hopefully other things in my life are going to change in this next few seasons, um, it, it won't be leading as it has been, you know, but I think for so many of us women, we, we've latched on to our jobs and our careers because um, they've provided a lot of things for us that maybe we're missing, right? That we hadn't kind of connected the dots on yet. And that's okay, right? It's like we can find success and we can find safety and we can find joy and validation and all these things that we need sometimes in our work. But I think the beautiful part of the growth is finding that balance where we can do it, but also, you know, show up as ourselves and, and, and lead with that and impact with our souls first. Totally. I was just talking to Jackie about this. We were talking about how like when we stepped into entrepreneurship or when we kind of made that transition in our mind from the thing we thought we wanted to who we really are, yeah. um, that you have to get to know yourself again. That's right. What was that like for you going into that and like really getting to know yourself? Yeah, um, it was a lot. You know, um, I think that my whole life, and I, I get this from my mother, bless her heart, um, you know, I've, I've always kind of been programmed to be happy, yep. shiny, friendly, you know, we love on everybody, we're strong, um, you know, strong East Coast energy values, right? Um, but I think for so much of my childhood and so much of my life, people always knew that I was the one that could bring the sunshine. I was always the one they could come to. I was always the one that was going to make them feel good. But what I wasn't doing was honoring my own feelings, right? And so I think when I went through the divorce, the reason that I probably went so downhill, it was because it was probably the first time in my life, and this happened at 35. So imagine all those years of it, holding on to all that energy. Um, it was probably the first time in my life where I gave myself permission to just feel and be sad and grieve and, and process and you know, kind of push everything else to the side. I stepped out of Los Angeles for a few months and took three months to really, you know, assess my feelings and figure out my next step. And I knew that, you know, I was being judged and people had all kinds of opinions, but, you know, for me to settle into that self-love connection of just honoring, like whatever I was feeling, it was okay. You know, and I don't have to put on this facade for people and I don't have to be who they expect me to be. I can just be Nicole. And from there, from that moment, you know, at 35, I really say like, I feel like I rebirthed. I, I really started an entire new life for myself in, in many ways, but at the core, it was soulfully. Um, and, you know, had I not gone through that divorce and made that shift then, you know, I can't even imagine where I'd be right now. So I think it's important through all the work and all the building and all the things that we all just innately want to experience and desire and, you know, serve and do in our lives that we remember that we are allowed to feel. Mm -hmm. Totally. So as you go through this like internal transition and pivot in your, in your personal life, it re reflects in your business life because you said you went from working with bigger brands, bigger celebrities, to really working with smaller business owners and entrepreneurs and empowering them that they are worthy of press. Yes, a hundred percent. It was like, 
I don't want to say I was turned off, but um, I think as I was shedding all of the pain and all of the things and the identity that I had, and, you know, I honored this beautiful career that I worked so hard for in Los Angeles. You know, I really, um, I honor it. I am grateful for every, every ounce of it. But I think as I was going through my own soulful journey and I finally removed myself also from Los Angeles and took a huge leap and moved here to Scottsdale, barely knowing anybody and just trusted that I was being pulled here. You know, I found myself meeting so many awesome small business owners and creators and entrepreneurs. I mean, you know, there is really something magnetic in the air here. Um, and there's so many brilliant, smart, soulful business owners. And I was finding myself like you when you got here, just meeting people and having conversations. And I was like, wait, this person's idea is genius or they're doing something so smart, you know? And so I was having these conversations and then press would naturally come up and people would say, well, you know, do you think I'm ready to be on TV or do you think I could ever be in a magazine? And I would say, absolutely. Like it, you know, it really starts with this confidence first and this like feeling of worth. Right. And then, from there, I mean, really, I feel anybody that has been on a journey or if you've created a product or you've created a business, that's your, that's your story, that's your pitch. There's a reason why you left doing what you're doing to do what you're doing now. And so everybody that I'm meeting has this story, whatever it is, whether it's bumpy roads or flat lines or whatever, right? So for me, I started getting really lit up thinking, wow, I am finding so much joy helping these small business owners really step into their worth and their confidence and see them get these opportunities, right? Because the entertainment industry and the celebrities and all the big consumer product brands, those people will always have huge budget, you know, budgets and they'll always be in the press and they'll always be in the media. You'll always see the advertisements. You'll always see all of it. But I feel when you see a small business owner who's built from nothing, Mm-hmm. and who has come up with an idea or a solution or brought something to market or their industry from their heart and they are putting their blood, sweat and tears and like sweat equity into building something. And then they get the type of press recognition. You know, it, it's like, it's just, it like, it just makes my heart explode. Well, this is exactly why, like I always say when I'm like, well, Nicole does PR, but she's really a soulful connector. Because one of your superpowers is that while press is an outcome of what you do, you help people step in to themselves, step in confidently, and like you infuse that confidence in them. This is your superpower. I think you've been like this since you were a kid, but how, (laughs) how do you help a small business owner or a new entrepreneur step into their confidence, step into their greatness? Yeah. Wow, such so many good things there. So it's interesting that it's so easy for me to see it in someone else. And then also at the same time, when it comes to myself, there were a lot of things that I couldn't see, totally. you know? So it works. <laughs> that's right, right? That, that magnetism mirrors. So I think the biggest thing, and one of the reasons that I started to shift my business the way I did it. So I, I work with small business owners. I do have big brands I work with as well, but one of the things I started doing was teaching people, as you know, you know, how to go after their own press. And the reason I was fascinated with this concept was because, as we know, and we do the work, but everything starts with our mindset, right? So when I would meet these small business owners and everybody had these great ideas and they would say, oh, I'm so overwhelmed by press or I don't even know where to start or 
how could I possibly be on TV, right? And I would think, how is this person who's so confident in so many ways think that they're not worthy of getting in a magazine or being on TV? Like, it just seems so silly to me, right? So I realized there was a lot to kind of step into when it comes to business. I think people get so overwhelmed when they're starting a business, as you know, we talk about it all the time, right? I think it's as soon as we can take out the overwhelm, which is the first thing I like to hone in on, we take out the overwhelm and we make it fun and we make it simple. Then they get lit up and they're like, hey, I got this, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you're starting a business, you're wearing 5,000 hats. You've got to deal with accounting. You've got to deal with legal. You've got to go after clients. You've got to get your systems in place. I mean, it's on and on and on, right? The last thing most people want to think about is, oh, now I have to wear a marketing or PR hat and like put myself out there. So I think, you know, one of the secret sauces, if you will, is that I really just try to keep things simple and fun. It's not, there's nothing scientific about what I do. The reason that you say, and many people say that I'm a natural connector is because I believe that for sure, my purpose in this lifetime is like you to put great people together. Mm -hmm. And the root of public relations and the root of getting press is relationship building. So if you're, if you can make making relationships fun and building relationships with people fun, whether they're friends, colleagues, or media contacts, you're already on your way to having a fun time with press. You know, it's all foundational. I am still working with media that I've been working with for my whole career because they have trust in me. We have loyalty. We have mutual respect and support for one another. So just in, if you look at all the other areas of your life, I think if people could start with, hey, I'm actually just on a mission to build relationships with press people or media contacts or a TV producer or a magazine editor, that's actually not that difficult. That sounds fun. Maybe I should ask this person to go to dinner or maybe I should say, hey, I'd love to, I'd love to get to know you and be a resource for you. What's your favorite hike? Like, let's go hiking, right? So if we kind of just start making it like that, where it's like, oh, this is just relationship building and fun starting there it's like let's build the relationship and then we'll see where the opportunity comes later but if you just look at it that way it takes all the terrifying kind of ideas away right because i know people get very intimidated when you know some people do talk about press but for me it's just if you're having fun with what you're doing you're going to be confident mm-hmm Right. So just starting there is kind of, it sounds a little elementary and probably not how most PR people would explain it. But for me, it's like, let's just go back to the basics. We don't have to worry about getting on the Today Show right now or Good Morning America. Let's just start with building relationships with people who are in the market where our business is. And then we can build from there. Yeah. Well, and I love what you just said. And it actually, I think, applies to all things in your business. Yes. There will be something new that we want to do in the business. So getting press is something. And that sentence, I want to get press, is like, I, I don't know where to start. But when you put it <laughs> in, like, like, you already have the skill on how to do it. You're a human being. You know how to connect with human beings, right? right. And I think that's everything in our business. It's like, Oh, I want to, I want to start a blog. Well, I don't know how to do that. Well, do you know how to write paragraphs? Like, yes. in yeah, you can blog, right? That's right. <laughs> well, and that is, yes. But that's also why you're so great at doing what you do, because I think that life is already overwhelming, right? Yeah. There's so many, there's so many things that can be overwhelming. So 
if we can start as entrepreneurs just having fun and joy with the work we're doing, we're already going to show up more confident, right? We just have to keep it, we have to keep it easy. And um, it's not to say that these things don't get complex or they don't get difficult at times, but um, if we can stay in joy, that's when we're most confident. Oh my gosh, absolutely. So somebody who's listening who is like, all right, Nicole, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling feisty. I'm ready for some press. What are one or two or three things that yeah. they can start to do right now to take action? Well, well, <laughs> all the silver bullets right now. Okay. Yeah. So the first thing is we have got to know from the get go before we do anything else, what our why is. If we are not clear on our why, we cannot even begin to try to reach out to press. So if you're in a place where you haven't drilled down your messaging, you're not clear on why you do what you do or why your solution is important to your industry or your niche or whatever, that would be the first thing, right? So just overarching, you got to get super clear with your messaging. The second thing is, well, and let me just step back. And the reason why that's so important is because if we don't know why we're doing it, we're not going to be open to receiving, right? So the, the mindset and the why, all of that kind of goes hand in hand, right? I think the second piece then is that we need to get super organized. So if you are somebody who doesn't have budget to hire a consultant like myself or a PR firm, no problem at all. You can do this on your own. The thing is you have to create time and space for it. So if you are an entrepreneur right now and you have a very kind of systemized schedule and you've got time blocks and all these things, even if you just carved out one hour a week right now to start and put it in your schedule, don't say, oh, I'll do it on Friday. Like actually put it in your schedule and dedicate that one hour a week, maybe for the next month to just starting by Googling your local press outlets and press contacts. Now, the goal is that we want to basically create our own little media Rolodex and spreadsheet, which everybody can do for free. This is literally time and energy at this point. And if you're too busy to do it, you can delegate it to a virtual assistant or an intern. This is a great project for someone. But start by researching your local newspapers, your local magazines, your local radio stations, and your local TV shows. And, you know, obviously nowadays you can add, uh, you know, you, most people know who some of the big podcasters are in their area and things like that. So you want to start researching all these people. Why is it important to research them? If we don't know their name and we don't know what they cover, we're not going to be able to reach out to them and get the response we want because we've got to go to the right person who covers the right niche that our business is in, right? So for instance, you might open a magazine and see there's a whole bunch of editors there. Well, there's probably someone who covers fashion. There's probably someone who covers sports. Maybe there's someone who covers, you know, um, beauty. So taking time to start and just get really organized and clear on who your media players are is a great initial step because you want to get all that organized and get their email and phone number and their name spelled correctly and their title all into a spreadsheet before you even start reaching out the last thing you want to do is reach out and then have to go back and do research right so if you take time and even if it's a couple of weeks to do that just focusing on your local market you don't even need to worry about national at this point you want to start getting pressed where you're based 
the reason you want to do that is because you want to build yourself up as that expert and you want to build the local momentum in your regional market before you start attracting the national opportunities. And if you can start building a reel for yourself and a media kit in your local market, it's going to lead to more momentum, which of course will bring the other things anyways, right? So, um, you know, why mindset, the message kind of all tied together, then getting really organized with your Rolodex, taking that time to research. And then when you get ready to reach out, one tip I would give that I think is super important that a lot of people forget is that it's really good to Google these people once you find their names and see what they like. See if you can find them on Instagram. See if you have any commonalities. Maybe you have people in common. And this is really important because when you do go to reach out to them, remembering that these are human beings just like us, they're people, they have likes and interests. What a great way to introduce yourself as someone brand new to them and be able to point out, hey, I saw that you were just vacationing at a place that I go to all the time. Don't they have the best restaurants or, you know, it's like you, you want to find that that little hook that's going to grab their attention. And a great way to do that is find a commonality. Or it can be that you comment like, great job writing that article on XYZ. Hey, I'm in the same industry. I'd love to provide tips for you next time you focus on this, right? So that research sets you up to confidently, going back to confidence, reach out knowing that you've done your homework and you're going to them in a confident place to grab their attention. Now, there's a whole lot else we're going to get into, and we're actually going to do it at the event. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to save everything else for that. Um, but those are some immediate things that people can do right now that, again, will cost them no money, but it will cost time and energy. Cool. That's so, so helpful and so useful. And Nicole has taught me this. And I literally sat and got super organized and have everything like in a spreadsheet the way you told me to do it. <laughs> yes, girl. Well, you're doing amazing. So whatever you're doing, it's working. <laughs> so all during this pandemic, you yeah. and I have spent countless hours on the <laughs> talking about business, talking about the pivots and the changes that have happened. And I'm so excited for the event that you're putting on. Nicole is creating an event called Pitching Through the Pandemic. And the thing that's so beautiful about this is like, just listening, you know that Nicole knows her shit and she knows what's going on. And she has created an event where she is bringing together so many leaders in different industries to talk about how to pitch through a pandemic. So share a little bit with the listeners about the event. What was the intention behind creating this event first? Yeah. So um, before you knew me, Regina Lawrence, <laughs> I had put on um, about, let's see, I had done four in-person events, which um, sparked uh, actually right before my father passed away, but I had kind of bridged out my business a little. So the main crux of my business is I do media relations consulting. But through a client that I had worked with, um, an idea had sparked to actually teach small business owners, just like a lot of you listening, how to get their own press. And um, it was, you know, really well received. They were in person. It was great to get everyone together. And with the tools we were providing them, people were literally immediately after these events, getting in magazines, finding themselves on magazine covers, getting on TV segments, getting on podcasts, getting featured in online outlets. And so people were asking me for them and I kept doing them. And then I think I hit a point 
not I think I know, um, about a year ago when I was turning 40, um, and for all you out there ladies who are going to turn 40 at some point, you will go through this. And I say this in the most loving way, turning 40 is a blessing. It was such a beautiful gift, but um, things come up and you're kind of working through a lot and, and I was. And so I had taken a step back too to reevaluate my business. And for me at the time, I had decided that doing the events energetically was just too much for me. And I was trying to simplify things. And so I just kept my consulting going. And I truly swore off the events. I was like, I'm done. I think, I think I'm good. You know, I'm going to leave that for someone else now. And what was happening at the beginning of COVID, um, you know, to be very candid and you know this, I mean, my business was hanging on by a thread. Yep. Um, I think most, most people in our world, it was, I mean, I, I, I had a whole list of clients who were about to start and all of them went away. And so I kept trusting the signs. I was like, you know what, God, okay, we got to keep things simple. We're going to push through this. We're all in it together. We're going to do this. And throughout those core few months of the quarantine and really the thick of it, um, I had a lot of business owners reaching out to me, you know, on DM, just emailing me, people in community, people outside of the state saying, gosh, like my business is hurting. I want to talk to the press. Should I? Is it disrespectful? What do I say to them with everything going on? I feel like it's insensitive. And I kept saying, no, 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 they need you. They actually need you now more than ever. Um, but there is a way to do this. So let's kind of figure it out. And so this kept happening. Like I kept getting people calling me and asking me this. And I woke up one day and was like, you know what? This is the time. I'm going to bring the event back now. I think it's needed. I think not only do we need the community, but I think there's so many business owners out there right now that just need not only a little inspiration, but a little confidence and, and, and just push to know that you can still be out there this way. Like, you know, the imposter syndrome has to go away. Like you are still worthy, even during a pandemic of having, you know, yourself seen as that expert you are. And the reality is that the TV stations can't just talk about COVID. They can't just talk about the election. They do need other things. And if you are in the health, wellness, mental, you know, healing kind of space, I mean, light workers, all of it, like you guys are needed more now than ever. And there's so much content opportunity available. And so I thought with the events, we're, you know, gonna bring it virtually to everybody. It's Saturday, October 17th and Sunday the 18th. And to kind of go back to what we were talking about earlier, I assembled a lineup where we can talk through starting with mindset. We're gonna drill in with actual media personalities that are TV hosts and you know, big time journalists telling you how you should properly pitch them combined with me teaching. And so if, if you're really wanting to dive into PR, this event, you will walk away immediately after this event, being able to get yourself pressed. It will, it will happen if you do what we tell you to do. Mm -hmm. And so anybody that, you know, is just needing that little nudge right now with their business or wanting to get a little bit of visibility or share something that maybe they created that was birthed during COVID, this is perfect. And the goal is, like I said, it'll be fun. It's a safe place. There's no right or wrong. There's no judgment. People are going to be at all different levels of business. Um, and the media that we have participating are so loving and supporting. And I know that they are as intent as I am to give small business owners tools to build their confidence and show them that it's actually not that difficult to reach out to them. You just have to know how to do it. 
So basically it's a no brainer and it doesn't matter where you people are in the world, you can attend. You can attend. It's going to be like the most fun Zoom room ever. We'll see if there's a couple of Karens in there. (laughs) There's always a Karen in the Zoom room. But that was the key too. I thought, well, God, what a time in the world. Like if I'm going to bring something back, like how can we make this fun and accessible for everybody? And you know, what, no better way than virtual, right? So people can join from wherever they are. I keep saying if they're on vacation in an Airbnb or they're just sitting on their couch with their coffee. Um, but you know, the intention ultimately was to teach people about the purpose of publicity, how it is powerful for your business, how it can help you and then take the overwhelm out. And like I said, from the beginning, just keep it fun. Cause when we see that something in our business is fun, you know, that's when we're going to get more confident with it. Totally. It's going to be so amazing. And when you guys check out the list of speakers that Um, you are one of them, (laughs) (laughs) I am one of the speakers. When you you look at the list of incredible speakers, it is so such a no brainer. There are so many different people from so many different industries. Like we have top podcasters, we have national TV show hosts, we have top business magazine, you know, journalists, um, people from some of your favorite consumer, like online sites. I mean, it's really a little bit of everybody to give that variety because everyone's going to want a different pitch, um, but they'll all give you insight on how to kind of grab their attention. I'm so excited. And I will in the show notes, guys, I will share a link so you can purchase tickets for the event. Nicole, where can people find you, connect with you, pimp yourself out? (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. So my website is thepierconcierge.com. There's actually um, event info on there and then just info about me. If you want to get to know me a little bit more, you can reach me on Instagram at at Nicole Myden um, and then at the PR concierge. I am very good at responding and, um, you know, just really here to support. I also offer one hour calls just to help people with strategy. So if you're not, you know, someone who can attend the events, um, you can always reach out and we can set up a quick little strategy call too, but here to help as many small business owners as I can and um, look forward to hopefully seeing some of you there. Yay. And I'll share all of Nicole's contact information in the show notes in case you're driving and you are missing it right now. I will share it for you. Magic Maiden, I love you. I love you. And I want to just say real quickly before I let you all let you all let me go. um, I want to be really clear in telling everybody listening that you guys don't need press. Okay. I, I, this is like the first thing I'm going to say at my event. Press is an added energy. It's an added bonus to your business. You are great and you are amazing at your business, no matter if you have press or not. So my favorite saying is you are worthy of press, but you do not need it to define your worth. So just remember that if you see people out there getting press and you think that, oh my gosh, these people are all doing amazing and I'm not, it's not the case. It's an added energy. It's added momentum. If you want it, we'll show you how to get it. And if you don't, you're still doing amazing. Yes. Such a great mic drop at the end, Maiden. (laughs) Thank you so much for being a guest. For anybody who doesn't know, Magic Maiden was one of the people that really helped kick my my ass into gear to start this podcast lovingly. She is also the person that kicked my ass into gear to have my own live event, which will happen each year because of her. So I'm so grateful for you and just for the greatest friend and soul sister you are to me. 
I love you. I'm so proud of you. And I love all your audience. Mwah. Thank you. Um, guys, if you love this episode, please, please, please take a screenshot and share it to your story on Instagram and tag myself and at Nicole Maiden and at PR Concierge. We would love to hear what you loved about this episode. I love you guys. Have such a great week and I will see you next week. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved what you heard, I would be beyond thankful if you would share this podcast on your Instagram story and share with me what about the episode with me or with my guests that you loved. Also, please remember if you love this podcast to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes so that you don't miss out on all of the incredible guests and topics that we have lined up for you during this crazy year. And as always, if there is ever a guest or a topic or anything you would like for me and a guest to discuss, just shoot me a DM on Instagram at Regina A. Lawrence. Lots of love, guys.